Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson of Piatas Baptist Church, and this is You Think. Today we're going to talk about winning an argument. That's winning an argument. How many times do you get frustrated when you're arguing with somebody and they seem to be winning? When they make no sense at all, and yet they still seem to be winning. Sometimes you might have a difference of opinion with someone in the church. And it is important to you and that person and the life of the church that you resolve it properly. One of the biggest things about arguing, the biggest problem, the biggest cause is misconception of what the other one is trying to say. Yeah. You don't understand what they're trying to say. In their mind, it's resolved perfectly. But when it comes out, it just doesn't sound right. Now, people will always find a reason to disagree, sometimes rightly and sometimes wrongly. Now, there are a few reasons to disagree. And the first group are sinful reasons. Greed, jealousy, Ah, you ever hear that? Greed and jealousy. You want what you want when you want it. The second is misinterpretation of someone's intention. In the Bible we see examples. Numbers chapter 12 verse 3. Now the man Moses was very meek above all, above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Many people don't know that about Moses. He's a very calm dude. He's, you know, we see him up there in, 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 in the Ten Commandments movie with his arms outstretched and lightning bolts flashing. And, but that wasn't Moses. Moses was a stutterer. Moses was afraid to speak in front of people. Moses had to ask God to get and uh, talk for him because he wasn't a talker. The Bible says his own brother and sister turned against him, and God went against Miriam and Aaron. Now, now think about that. His brother and sister turned against him, and yet God went against Miriam and Aaron. Moses was calm. Moses was a good old soul, and Miriam and Aaron, Aaron, Aaron had a jealousy disagreed with him, disagreed with who he married. We have God to keep things right. Remember Hebrews 10.30? For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth to me. I will recompense, say the Lord, and again the Lord shall judge his people. I've seen this time and time again. When someone tried to do something against me or my family or the church, even people in the church, and we just calm down, let it go, and God took care of it. And God did what he did, and, and people have died, people have lost their jobs, people have lost their ministries, all because they did what they did, and we did what we did. I have a feeling if we would have fought them, if we would have gave them a hard time, if we would have 
<coughs> if we would have been the people that God didn't want us to be, these things would have never worked out. It said his own brother and sister turned against him. Can you believe that? His own brother and sister. God is the ultimate arbitrator. So like Moses, we need to seek to be humble and meek. Not quick to provoke or respond in a harsh way. I've been up against that situation over and over and over, but one time I was up against it with my own wife. And uh, she's a great woman, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But we had an argument. Some, <laughs> I guess all couples have arguments. But I was so upset by that argument because I knew I was right. And uh, I went into my room and I said, to my, I said to God, I said, God, what am I supposed to do? I can't beat this woman. That's not your way. And uh, if I argue with her, I'm not going to get anything anywhere. She thinks she's right. And I was just so upset and I just laid there and said, Lord, you need to take care of this. Within five minutes, she came in the room crying, telling me she was wrong and asking for forgiveness. And, and that's the most beautiful thing there was. And of course, I forgave her. And it just showed me that, what, what was the verse? Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. If you want things to straighten out in your life, you're going to have to call on God. You're going to have to say, God, it's out of my hands. You know what happens when a man pulls a gun on you and says, uh, give me your money, and you put your hands up in the air, and you say, I surrender? Uh, you got to surrender to God, man. You just have to be just like God wants you to be. Because you really don't know what the deal is until God straightens it out. So like Moses, we need to seek to be humble and meek, not quick to provoke or respond in a harsh way. Remember, Proverbs 26.20 says, Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceases. Imagine that. You, you, you have somebody start to argue with you and you just... Give him a little smile and just just take it. Just take it. You don't say a word. Just take it. And all of a sudden, the steam runs out of him. He no longer has something to say to you. Now he has something to think. If someone says something you don't like and you lash back, it's like putting more wood on the fire. But if you handle it with love, the flame will go out. You really do not know what's on the other's mind. A man goes speeding down the road, passing everyone. You say, he should get a ticket. They should lock him up. Well, all along, his pregnant wife is laying in the back, about to give birth, and he is racing to the hospital. You see how you can think the wrong thing, and it could be totally different? Be careful. James 1.19, it says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren... Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Huh. Quick to hear. How many times have you had a conversation with somebody, and as you're speaking, uh, you can see they're not listening to you. You can see they're just waiting for their turn to respond. 
That's horrible. James says, be quick to hear. Sit there, listen, reason out what they're saying. See if it's good or bad. You don't even know if you're not listening. And then be slow to speak. If you come up with an answer fast, it's not a well thought up answer. And you could be wrong. Of course, the last one's slow to wrath. Slow to fight about it. You know? You think of it this way. You have an enemy who does something wrong. You're quick to wrath. And it doesn't bother you. Then you have the best friend who's quick, slow to, you know, uh, gives you a hard time. And you are very quick to wrath, to give him wrath. Later on, you're sick that you lost your best friend. And how about your wife? Most of the time, you ignore it because you're not going to get rid of your wife. James 1.20 says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And what's that mean? It means when you get angry, you get upset, you start fighting back, there is no righteousness that comes out of that. But when you're calm and you say, well, let's talk about it, let's think about it, let's pray about it, God's righteousness comes out and the answers are quite apparent. If we are quick to hear, we might find out the reason for contention. Some screaming like a nut, someone screaming like a nut might just have had a brick fall on their toe. And you're arguing with them. Why is he screaming like a nut? Remember, there's a reason for everything. In church, we all want the same things. Peace, love, joy, comfortable lifestyle, health, and so on and so forth. What I want, you want. So let's remember, our goals are the same. Especially that God is the father of us both. If we fight with each other, we fight with our father's kids. Think about that. Proverbs 8, 6 says, Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. Those who speak in such a way will be heard. I love being heard. I love if I'm giving up presenting my case. I love to be heard. But you can only be heard when you say righteous things and speak in a nice tone. You need to speak the same way you like to hear. Think on this. Fighting gives both parties pain and anguish. Peace gives us joy. Which is better to make peace or to make war? With those outside the camp, it is different. But inside the camp, we need to protect each other. This church will be 15 years old this coming November. And uh, we've had a a little share of little arguments but I brought them up into my office and I sat them down and I made them listen to each other and I heard their arguments and I imparted knowledge and reason to their arguments and every single time they walked out of here hugging each other loving each other and admitting that they were wrong most of the time both of them were wrong some of the time one side was wrong, but they admitted it and they came clean about it. And they said they were only upset because of some other thing that happened. So, be careful. 
Be careful when you judge one another. You know, we, we have a verse in the Bible that says, Judge not lest ye be judged. And that that is not what it means. It means condemn not lest you be condemned. In other words, the things that you condemn people for, you will be condemned for. If you say you're going to hell because you're a, uh, you're a bank robber, then you're going to hell because you've robbed a pencil from somebody one time. It doesn't matter because robbery is robbery. A sin is a sin. Don't be so quick to judge other people. And also, if you're going to judge, use righteous judgment. Sit there and think about what God is telling you about this person. What's going on in their minds and their hearts? What's going on with the, the situation that they're in? And then give them an answer. Give them the answer that God has given to you. One thing for sure that I know, I love peace and joy and happiness and all good things. And the, and the more I seek for those things, the more I answer people with that kind of tone in my voice and in my heart, the more I get it, the more I could go to sleep at night smiling and happy, the more I could wake up in the morning ready to meet the new day. Folks, if you want peace, you have to give peace. And don't, don't tell me it's hard. I know it's ex extremely hard. I'm from Brooklyn, all right? We do things differently back in the day before I was saved. So being a nice guy is not easy. But I'll tell you what, it's a lot more fun. Now, if you have something to talk to me about, you can email me at 7101 at usa.net. That's 7101 at usa.net. Lord, Father, God, give these people peace and joy and happiness and love and let them share it with all that's around them. Let them know how to resolve conflicts, Lord God, in a godly way. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. See you all next week.